welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. <laughs> I covered up the camera <laughs> while I did that because of last week. I'm, I'm very not self-conscious. allowed to look at you. <laughs> you cannot look at me. You well, have to pay me if you want to look at me. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Well, you know, people may not be able to look at you, but they certainly are listening to us. They are. Did you realize when we started this podcast how influential we would be? Uh, no, but I'm not surprised. The amount of power <laughs> that we seem to have somehow. Jace, do you want to take the listeners through uh, what's happened in the past week that is particularly relevant to our most recent uh, episode or two? So a couple of episodes, I think it was two episodes ago, or maybe it was last episode. I don't know time, time isn't or real. numbers. Yeah. Not real. We say that a lot on this podcast. Time mm. is not real. It's fake. People have made it up. Time uh, fake. The only thing that counts is trauma at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the traums. All time isn't traums. real, but you know what is real? Time lords. Time lords. They are definitely we, real. A couple of episodes ago. We mentioned that it was time to bring back Russell T Davies. Yes, we were big for fans. Doctor Who. We were big fans of his era of Doctor Who. We, that was kind of the era within which we became little Whovians, little Doctor Who freaks. Uh, we loved it. Um, and then kind of when Stephen Moffat was brought in, I watched it for mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I won't lie, I did enjoy some of Matt Smith's like first series um because i knew that moffat had done some really good work on some standalone doctor who episodes but really mm-hmm. we were there for rtd we loved him as a showrunner he was our man moffat really didn't just he just didn't cut it no and then and then <laughs> so we put the call out oh. uh we said russell t yeah. davies we know you're listening come back to doctor who save us please we miss you and what happened re Um, Russell T Davies will be showrunner of the next series of Doctor Who. <laughs> you can all thank us for that. You're very, very welcome. Any uh, current or former Whovian listeners of Do You Still Like Me? D-Y-S-L-M pod at gmail.com. Uh, send all of your nice messages and your thanks to that. Um, <laughs> no, but that's very <laughs> exciting for the 60th, is it the 60th anniversary of Doctor yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, He's coming back. Is it 60 or 50? I think it might be 50th. Um, Let's let's do a little looky look because I don't want to spread misinformation. 61 does seem like the kind of year that Doctor Who would have started. I reckon it's 61. So I think it might be... Oh, no, wait, no, it's 60th. I can't count. I thought it was 2011. It's 2021. No, it would be... (laughs) time again not yeah, real so it might it might be the 60th yeah but like 61 is definitely the year that i'm thinking that's it, that it started it, 1963 uh-huh was the original run right so 1963 to 1989 which is when i was born mm-hmm. uh the run lasted for 26 years the first run and then they brought it back uh i think they did a movie in between which i actually enjoyed they did I like Doctor Paul McGann. A lot of people don't count Paul. Yes. They don't. They discount him. Oh, but Paul's we great don't on this podcast. Paul's really good. He's a great actor. He's been in some stuff I really enjoy uh, with Nell and I. 
Um, he was in Queen of the Damned, which is one of my favorite movies because I am a sucker for vampires and new metal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and that got us thinking. And by thinking, I mean <laughs> obsessing. Mm. Um, we have fully regressed. We have fully <laughs> fucking regressed. We We're have. going to be watching... We're going to be watching this new series and I am very much considering going back. I know. Um, yeah. At, at least to the beginning of the Eccleston era, yep. like modern Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, and doing a, doing myself a sneaky little rewatch. I would like to rewatch um, Torchwood as well. Oh, that was so Torchwood. good at the start. It kind of, yes. I didn't love the last season, but. I really love yes. it. Anyway, this this has been Nerd Corner. We're not gonna we're not gonna go into it too much more. <laughs> but uh, that being said, if there's anything that any of you would like to happen, uh, we can manifest that for you. We can manifest that. It, send in your fucked up weird Doctor Who plot ideas, especially if you've never seen the show. Please <gasps> yeah. send us send us stuff. We will manifest it to the best of our ability. Even and outside, at of- the very least. Yep. Yeah. At the very least, we will we will read it out on the pod. Exactly. And, be funny. and it doesn't even have to be Doctor <laughs> Who related. If there's anything in the world that you want to happen for you, we will we will make it happen on this pod. One million dollars, please. <laughs> we will manifest. I was actually um yeah. So I had a bit of a sad night last night. Yes. Won't go into won't go into why. Um, just just some stuff in my life. Um, but I was thinking to myself literally last night. I was like. Oh, I should really get myself a nice new notebook, start fresh, start manifesting again, start mm-hmm. journaling. You know, I'm not I'm not going to assume that everyone that listens to this podcast is a fan of like, you know, woo-woo, new age crystals and incense and shit. I personally like some of that stuff. I'm not super well versed in it. Um, but also I think that manifesting and like journaling, even if you don't necessarily have the kind of belief like, oh, this is like this is gonna make it happen because of the universe i think it can be good just to kind of get yourself in a good mindset and like you know figure out what your goals are stuff like that um so i was thinking that last night i and sorry have you finished i'm sorry no keep going keep going (laughs) sorry it's okay it's okay okay. but i was thinking that last night i was like okay today today i get paid um i'm gonna go for a little jaunt on my lunch break and i'm gonna buy a nice new notebook Mm mm-hmm I woke up this morning and I was getting dressed. Um, I, I'm trying to wear clothes, even though I'm working from home. <laughs> just so, just so. Get into the habit. Like I have a little, yeah, just a little bit of a sense of normalcy. Um, so I was like getting up and I was like rooting around in my underwear drawer. Mm. And this, you know, it's my underwear drawer. I access this drawer literally every day. I was going to say, hopefully daily. If there's one thing. <laughs> Yeah, if there's one thing you wear probably every day, it's underwear. Um, and I found, and I'll fucking hold it up for you. I found a blank notebook <gasps> that I had purchased several years ago and then promptly lost. Wow. It was in my underwear drawer, a drawer that I'm in every day, but I had never seen it until today when I actually needed it. So I was like, all right. Okay, I get it. I see you, I get universe, it. working Clear- your magic. I see you. I see you. Clearly, I need this more than I thought I did. So, uh, yeah, I got a nice shiny new notebook. So that'll be good. Um, so if we, if anyone wants me to manifest anything <laughs> for them, 
let me know. I'll get to work on it. I have a whole book, baby. I've got pages and pages <laughs> for you. So <laughs> have, have I ever told you the story of when I manifested uh okay. So I used to go to Adelaide a lot to visit one of my friends uh, when I was... I remember this. Yes, this is a mutual friend of ours. Yes. Yeah, 17 or 18, maybe. How mm-hmm. I can't remember how old yeah. I was really, but I was around 17 or 18. And I would have been 18. Yeah. Um, one of the times that I was flying to Adelaide, I there was this comedy show on that I really... Uh, these comedians that I really loved. And I saw them in Sydney... And then I was going to Mm. visit this friend of mine in Adelaide and we were going to go and see them in Adelaide. And I said to her, wouldn't it be funny if I was on the same flight as these comedians on the way to Adelaide? From Sydney to Adelaide. And we were laughing about it. We were like, oh, ha, 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 there's so many flights. And uh, it wasn't like COVID times where there's like one flight and it costs $7 million. It was like there were oh gosh, like 12 flights a day from Sydney to Adelaide. It was it was ridiculous on yeah. different airlines and everything. There was like six different airlines. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, we were laughing about it. And I said, oh, um, this is this is around the time that The Secret was big. You know, the book The Secret, all about manifesting and all yes. of that. And I was yes. like, we were, ma- we were making jokes. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I used The Secret? And I, I did this as if I was serious and blah, blah, blah. So what I did was I looked up what the secret oh taught. Mm. You can see where this is going, but it's I it's can see where this story. is going. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I did everything that the secret told me to. I drew a picture of the plane and of where I would sit and where oh they would sit. God. And I was like, oh, I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit behind them and blah, blah, blah. And I drew that and I stuck it on my uh, wall next to my bed, which is what I from memory it must have been what the secret told you to do because otherwise why would I have done that Mm. but I did that I stuck it next to my bed and every day when I woke up I looked at the picture and I said I will catch the same flight to Adelaide as these comedians and then every day when I went to bed the last thing I did was I looked at this picture and I said I will catch the same flight from Sydney to Adelaide as these comedians and we were laughing about it and then on the day that I was flying to Adelaide I was in the airport food court and I was getting mm. Subway. It's, it's the weird because my my trauma brain will erase so many memories. But sometimes <laughs> I can just be like, I was you sitting can remember here this specific and I was thing, eating yeah. this. And I know I was eating yeah. Veggie Delight from Subway. And like, <laughs> I don't know. But I was sitting there eating Subway. And who was sitting on the table next to me? Who came and sat down on the table next to me, opened their laptops and started having some little comedian work meeting was these comedians. And I messaged my friend, took a sneaky photo, of course, just to like send to her. And I was like, mm. you are not going to believe this. I am sitting in the airport oh my God. food court and they are right next to me. And she was freaking out and I was freaking out. And I was like, this is so funny. Um, obviously, they're not going to be on the same flight as me because I'm <laughs> in economy and on a cheap airline because I was a fucking teenager. It's like Jetstar or yeah, something. It was, yeah, it was Jetstar. Um Oh, I take all my flights with Jetstar, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> and the sort of uh, famous Australian comedians, apparently, because these comedians are like, at the time, were the most famous uh, group in the whole country. And I mean, I think I can figure out who yeah. it is just from context yeah. clues. I just don't want to say it because, I don't know, it makes me feel weird that I'm like, that That's I manifested fair. it. Anyway, uh, they didn't <laughs> ask to yeah. be on my wall drawn. Anyway, so... <laughs> 
we were joking about it again. I was like, this isn't good. This is so funny. Um, and then it was time to go to my gate. I got there early because I am a, uh, have anxiety. Oh. <laughs> and if yeah, it tells me to get there an hour earlier, I get there two hours earlier. So I was there yeah, earlier. No, me and you both. Yeah. yeah. So I was there earlier. I was shopping. I was eating. I was hanging out. So I thought there's no way in hell. No way in hell. So it came time to go to my gate and I went to my gate. And then who should be at my gate boarding? So I got on the... They were there at my gate and then they got on the plane. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? my God. So then I got on the plane. I was freaking out. And I had to walk past them to get to my seat. And they were not directly, but they were like two rows in front of me on the same flight, on the same side as I drew my secret picture on. Holy shit. I was freaking out. I was like, this is fucking, this is fucking fucked. This is fucked. And they were on my flight and I manifested that. That's so cool. <laughs> as a joke, I was doing it as, as a, joke, a joke. A bit. Oh you know God. how much I commit to a bit. I was committing hard to that bit. And it paid off because they were on my flight. <laughs> I I have seen you commit to a bit very hard to the point yeah. where you literally have blonde streaks in your hair now. <laughs> like, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I got a bleach cap next week? Mm-hmm. Guess what I did? I got a bleach cap. Like, Wouldn't it yeah. be funny if I let my nine-year-old do my hair? Two Wouldn't days later. Funny if I just like <laughs> manifested these comedians on my plane just for no reason other than yeah. I think that this is a joke, but it's not a joke, Jace. It works. I actually pretended that I needed to go to the toilet in the middle of the flight so I could, so walk, you could past walk past them, them? again. Because of course you fucking did. Well, I was thinking to myself, is this real? Am I fuck am I You wanted to make sure it was actually yeah. them, not just like a bunch of business guys that looked like them. Yeah. I was freaking out and it was them. It was them. And wow, yeah, that's my story about how I manifested Holy through shit. a bit. So if you really have anything that you want to happen, Clearly, contact us. We have some, we have some heavy spiritual power in we this podcast. We got some pull with the what universe. The <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of the universe and having some pull, I mean, I think in this case it was less the universe, uh, universe, and more the retweet function on Twitter. Mm. Um, <laughs> another thing that has happened to us in the past week, um, we got the attention of another celebrity. I mean, I don't know if we got Russell T Davies' attention, but we definitely got the attention of this celebrity. <laughs> um, so Ben Lee has now heard us describing <laughs> in detail <laughs> him and Carl Sanderland's making out and then me beating Kyle up. He uh, called he- it erotic erotic fan fiction. fan fiction so we're rebranding we are now an erotic yep. fan fiction podcast exactly uh, once again submissions i will yep. read it in my best sexy voice all of our um, bits are now uh fan fiction bits it's everything's it. fan fiction everything is fan fiction we're gonna have to start tagging our episodes with smut <laughs> <laughs> i think that the fact that he retweeted it and commented on it mm. means that he's on board really with the whole yeah uh, with the whole event so benley we know you're listening <laughs> let's make this happen 
let's make it happen, baby. We can do it like, for charity. We can that do makes it for charity. Um, I will get boxing lessons. I will, I will commit to this. I will run up and down mm-hmm. some stairs many times. You, you can get I'll boxing punch lessons. Some meat. I'll, I'll punch I'll go to a butcher and just punch one of those big things of hanging meat they have just go, punch bow, bow, bow. like I'll do it <laughs> I will punch some meat, meat. <laughs> I will punch some meat Reese punching meat again <sighs> we do have to tag this podcast as smut oh Jay it's not like that I don't usually punch it you said it unless they ask me too nicely <laughs> it's all about consent we're all about consent on this podcast as you know all about consent consent is key consent Mm -hmm. is necessary exactly um but yeah someone's consent that we would really like is benley's so uh (laughs) let's let's go for it mate let's 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 do do this you know what else has happened to me recently um do you no but Do you on. remember um, possibly a year ago, maybe less, when all my hair was falling out? Yes, a little bit, yeah. I was going bald. I was freaking out. I was losing it in clumps. And I have really thick South American – I've got brown person hair. I've got thick yeah. Latinx, thick, and lots of it. Yeah. And I – lost a lot of hair yeah it was I was balding at the sides I lost half of it when I tied it in a ponytail it was half the thickness Mm. that it that it used to be and one half of my hair was a lot thinner than the other and it's still growing back now but I looked at everything I googled it I thought is it is it the fibrom fibromyalgia is it uh, I thought it was stress from my uh, spinal mm. surgery. Yeah. Um, I was freaking out about it. I, I cried about it. I was getting really depressed. I know it sounds ridiculous hmm. to cry about hair because it's only hair, whatever, but it was No, huge. it's not. it's not ridiculous at all. Any major – okay, so – mini rant here i hate it when people like you know like let's say if you have cancer or alopecia and you lose your hair and people are like oh whatever boo, 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 boo. it's just cosmetic things or like let's say get you know, a wig you go, you go through something traumatic and mm-hmm. there's massive changes to your weight or your appearance mm-hmm. um and people are like oh whatever you know appearance isn't everything that doesn't Bodies change the change. Fact, that doesn't change the fact that it can be incredibly traumatic to go through major changes that are out of your control mm-hmm. as well, especially especially like, if you're neurodivergent. Cool. Oh yeah, because then like your brain changes. is running the gamut. It's scary. Ugh. It's terrifying. I was so I was yeah. so depressed. I was I you totally, know I was really I upset. I don't and blame you. From from. My hair is usually uh, wavy and sometimes curly, like ringlety. It's between like a curl and a and a wave, usually like naturally in its natural state. Yeah, it's and, got some texture to it. And when I was going through all that hair loss, it went dead straight, dead fucking Whoa. straight. And I was freaking out about that because I'm not used to having dead straight hair, thin hair. 
uh, bald patches. <laughs> when I tied my hair back, you could see my scalp. It was like streaks of, you know, when white people get uh, box braids or they yes. get white people get um, cornrows and then yes. it's like streaks of hair and then you can just see so much scalp because it's not made for their hair. That's mm. what it looked like when I pulled my hair up into a ponytail. <laughs> it looked oh like it was just God. that with scalp underneath. I was so Jesus. upset. Um, it ended up after a really long time, slowly, slowly growing back. My scalp was also um, compromised. And I thought, fuck, man, I must be really stressed, really sick. I thought I was going to fully lose it and go fully bald. I was looking up early baldness or like I was looking up alopecia. How can, you know, why, why am I balding? And it just distressed me. I can't tell you, I cannot tell you how stressed it, it, I, I was. I was crying about it. Yeah. And slowly it's growing back. My hair now, you can kind of see that it's getting thick again. The curls yeah. slowly coming back and... I found last week someone, Morwen actually, shared on Facebook uh, a shampoo and conditioner uh, brand that was being sued because of scalp damage and hair loss. What brand is it? It was the OX... OX... It was um, coconut curl shampoo that I was using for my curls and it made me go dead straight. Well, Ree's oh leaving. Ree's out of here. No, I'm not leaving. I'm leaving. I'm... Okay. Um, They're going to flip a table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but I've heard about this happening. I've heard yeah. about this happening. Yeah, I think I've heard about that one. I've heard about a company called uh, Diva Curl or Diva Curl. Oh, wow. Um, and also... Organic um, care. No, another one. Well, um, they're bad too. <laughs> another one that I've heard of is, and I love to name drop an MLM on here. We, Ooh, we know this well. Is I that know I'm it. Obs- I'm obsessed with MLMs. Uh, yeah, Monet. Me too. Yeah. Or Monet. I, mean, I, I think, think it's Monat. Monat? Because it's Modern Naturals or something like that. It's shorted. Shortened Monat. from Modern I, I've, Naturals. I've heard it pronounced all three ways. So have I, but... but- Monat you know, sounds ridiculous, so that's yeah. Monat sounds with. ridiculous. Like I would have gone with <laughs> Monet or Monet. Monet, like, exactly. Monet, but sounds anyway, fancy. Yeah, they like but burn yeah. people's scalp, and then the people yeah. who sell it are like, "You're detoxing, babe. Oh, you're, you're just getting all the toxins out of your scalp <laughs> yeah. and out of your hair. It's all the dead hair coming out, and it's like all yeah, of it. it's all the good. It's the dead hair. Oh, and all then your hair will go back. And then like the the breakage at the at the sides, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's healthy hair growing out. No, it's not. It's fucking broken. But yeah, yeah. so so that was what was they're happening. getting sued for the same <gasps> shit that was happening to me that caused me so much distress. Oh my god! And I stopped using it when my scalp started getting really weird, and I went to an anti dandruff shampoo, and yeah. that. Like maybe a month or so after that is now that I look back when I stopped losing my hair. Holy shit. Like you you had time to recover. Yeah. Like, whoa. It was, now I'm looking at that thinking, sh- like, this is my question to you. Should I see if it's a class action and jump on that? I mean, I don't see why not. I, mean, I don't I, see why not. I have photos. I, I have pictures. I'll send you. I think I sent. Did I send you some? You almost certainly did. Um, I have like 
cleaned out my phone several times. Well, this is what I'll send yeah. you what it was. Whoop. Okay, let me have a look. And then the second one is what yeah. it is now. Yeah, I remember this. I remember this. Isn't that fucked? That's fucked. Wow. That is fucked. That's so much hair loss, right? It's right behind from my temples to my ears mm-hmm. is where I lost most of it. Yeah, yeah. Those like little uh, side and then patches. And around the hairline. It looks bloody gorgeous now, though. I'll tell you what. Like, the second, pic- the second picture that Jace sent me is like Jace's current hair. And it looks... The difference is incredible. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you see the little ponytail? Mm-hmm. That's what half of my hair... When I do two ponytails, that's what it looks like now. Yeah, exactly. It, like, I have the pictures and messages to friends about how distressed I am. Like, I can search for hair loss in all of my oh chats my and it comes up with me being, like, talking about how upset I am and the pictures as well to prove it. Uh, it's because it was actually they found high levels of formaldehyde in the shampoo oh jesus yes I yeah have so i was yet. being poisoned <laughs> and that's I, why my hair wow. was falling out i need to check my hair care yeah, products and i make check. sure it's it's i i use tresemme because they sell really big <laughs> bottles and i'm lazy <laughs> so i will just buy the ma- you know the massive bottles of tresemme I yeah. will just get the massive bottles of Tresemme. My grandma does that. My yeah. abuela. Because she's yeah. cheap Latina. Yeah. <laughs> she does that. Well, I'm cheap. And also, again, like I'm... It it can be a lot of effort to make myself shower sometimes. Like yeah, when yeah. I'm having I a particularly bad time, it's difficult to make me shower. So like I... Mm-hmm. I just don't think about it. So it's a lot easier for me to just get the massive bottles and not think it's, about it. It's because it's a task and it's mm. not something that – it's not a self-care ritual for you. It's, it's not a task that's going to give me dopamine unless I'm smoking exactly. a joint at the yeah. same time. And it's pretty hard to do that in the shower. Not for me. I know what I'm doing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, done- I'm picturing <laughs> I'm picturing you with a Rube Goldberg machine that somehow like <laughs> – You've got contraptions all around your bathroom that comes Jace, down and, light and rolls it and lights it. Chase, it's called facing away from the water. Oh my god, I know what that is, but it's just more fun to picture <laughs> as making a Rube Goldberg machine. Just like I'm just imagining, just like a little, um, like a little tube coming over the shower, um, mm-hmm. like door, and I just have a little suck on it occasionally. It's a robot arm that comes in like, oh. it's because it's hard to hold. When your fingers are wet and soapy. When your fingers are wet, yeah. You yeah. can shampoo your hair and at the same time, little robot arm comes out and you can <sighs> Man. I'm just giving my ideas away for free. I, know, I, you know, I would give anything for a waterproof vape. That would just, <laughs> that would be just number one purchase for me. Water, Why can't that happen? Vape. Well, well, I mean, well, radios. well. From today onwards, we are recording this on the 1st of October. It is spooky month. And the spookiest thing that has happened to me so far this month is that vapes are now banned. Um, I did hear that. That's fucked. Yeah, I'm really upset because they were were stopping me from smoking. Yeah. I would go through less. Um, They were less expensive, um, less nicotine. uh, But because, like, I have, like, an oral thing like i needed to be doing something shut the fuck mm-hmm. up I, I can see that <laughs> on your face shut up um <sighs> but like you get what i mean right and now yeah, it's I just know. like yeah. like i don't know how long it's gonna be until i 
break and I go back to cigarettes again. Um, What's their reason for long. banning vapes? Uh, because they're too... F- basically because they're too fun. Because they don't want to encourage nicotine consumption in younger generations. Um, so, like, because with vapes you can get all the fun flavours and stuff like that. They're seeing a lot of really young people doing it. Okay. I get that. But you think that those young people aren't just going to switch over to cigarettes anyway when you mm-hmm. take away the nicotine? You know, exactly. you think you think they're not going to find ways to illegally do it because, like, you know. Just got to go down to Blacktown Station and go to the convenience store. Exactly. Like I, I was, I, I started drinking, I've spoken about this before. I started drinking in my early teens, my early, early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was illegal, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. I still did it. That's similar to, I mean, not as obviously immediately catastrophic, but it's similar to banning abortion. It's still going to happen. Like it's still going to happen. It it's somehow. not going to happen it's safely. Exactly. And yeah. it's, I don't know. Too fun. Mm. Oh, it is so fun though. You can get so many flavors. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I will fully admit I am probably not the best person to be talking about this because I'm in love with it. I love doing it. Um, but yeah, like I, I hate the taste of cigarettes. I really don't mm-hmm. actually like the taste of cigarettes. So when I smoke cigarettes, and I've done this for the entire time that you've known me as well, mm-hmm. um, like I used to be, you know, getting people to buy these for me when I was sixteen. Is I've smoked menthols, and not just yeah. any, not just any menthols. I smoke very particular menthols. Yes, I I smoke Marlboro Ice Blast menthols. So they're the ones. You can you can get regular cigarettes with the little crush ball in the filter and you crush it and it turns it menthol. Marlboro Ice Blast, you buy them. They're already menthol. Mm-hmm. You crush the little ball and it makes it twice as menthol. You're smoking I love toothpaste. Them. Yeah, I'm smoking toothpaste and I love it. I love it so much. It is my favorite thing. Um, I'm aware that I'm a horrible role model that I'm an addict, but Look, we don't, we don't claim to be role models on this podcast. God, no, no, we do not. Except for me, because I'm an angel. I'm a virgin. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. The one with two kids is a virgin. Yeah. Definitely. Immaculate, immaculate conception. Oh, mate. When I tell you that conception was immaculate. Ooh, oh, I bet it. Sorry. I bet it was. I bet it was. I fucking bet it was. <laughs> Uh, I'll ask yeah, Michael about it sometimes. <laughs> Mate, go for it. You'll be impressed. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about addiction. I don't know enough about the legal system. Um, I feel like, I feel like once again, this could be a good topic for Hillpod. Um, it could, yeah. We're just constantly th- giving them topics. Um, Mate, we give all our ideas away to everyone for free. We give all of our, we give them away to Russell T Davies, yeah, to Ben Lee, to our other friends' podcasts. Yeah. Like you know, do we keep to anyone who wants to listen? I think Look, we're, we're just so selfless. giving. We're so we are. giving. We are, and that's what I think people love about us. We're selfless and modest. Extremely <laughs> modest. Extremely. So oh god <laughs> oh boy my lord but i'm glad that you have hair thank um, you if if it was a toss-up between 
um, you know, someone has a gun to my head and they're like, you can have vapes, but Jace will lose their hair or vice versa. Uh, you, you can have hair. Aww, I'll give up the vapes. <laughs> I'll give up the vapes so you can have hair. That is the sweetest thing I've ever... Maybe I did this. Maybe my hair growing back, the universe was like, that's it, we're taking vapes now. Well then... <laughs> <laughs> But catch me on the first page of my manifestation journal, general, general, general manifestation at your service. Thank you Um, for your service, general manifestation. Catch me on the first page of my new journal. Just like, you know, vapes will come back. Vapes will come back. Vapes will come back. (laughs) I will have vapes. I will (laughs) start just drawing vapes. I'm drawing (laughs) a picture. (laughs) I'm drawing a picture of me just blowing a sick cloud. And the, and the cloud is in, is in the shape, in the of, shape a heart. of a heart. Yes. <laughs> and in the middle it says, "I heart vapes." <laughs> That's beautiful. I really think that you could do that. Remetzel, I heart vapes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. I've spoken about doing illegal things on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find some way to get it. Like, I was going to say, people are going to find ways. Like People are going to find ways. Sell, if anyone when... knows any supply chains, let me know. I think it might be raining outside. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, yes, it is. It's raining. So if you can hear that, you're welcome. I, the I, calming, can't, I can't hear calming it. Calming but... sound. <laughs> if if anyway. our listeners can hear the rain, you're welcome for the ambience. Exactly. Um, welcome to Do You Still Like Me? Uh, your mindfulness podcast for today. Today we're going to be going through a sleep meditation. You are worthy. You are beautiful. (laughs) You are not wet. You are inside. You are dry. (laughs) The rain is not raining on you. The rains are not The rains are not here. It is children eating corn on the road. <laughs> Great ad. Great ad. Great Madge. fucking ad. Madge. Madge. The rains, the rains are here. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is hemp, eating hemp is is or was illegal. It was, I think. I think it's legal now to eat hemp products in Australia. And Panna Chocolate has this hemp bar and they've had to market it as a soap but so you can eat it yeah it's a chocolate bar uh in other countries america and oh the uk and things like that it's just a chocolate bar you can eat it um but in order to be legally able to be sold in australia they had to uh they had to say that it was not for uh consumption and sell it as a soap Oh my god! As a beauty product, because you can have hemp in beauty products, but not ah. uh, to eat. So yeah, because yeah, that you... that makes sense. Because I was about to say I've used like hemp um, face masks. Mm-hmm. That shit slaps. That shit slaps. Um, it does. Um, the fact that they are marketing a chocolate bar as soap, though, does remind mm-hmm. me of my stint working at Lush. Ah yes, which you did I don't. Work at Lush I don't know at if Lush. I've talked about Lush. Lush. Lots of lots of tongue twisters this episode. Um, I don't know if I've spoken about it all that much. I think I've mentioned it um, a little bit. But yes, I used to work um, not in a retail store. I actually worked at the factory. 
So I was I was where it all got made, baby. Everything for Australia and New Zealand was made in this one facility, and I worked there. Um, you, I had a Christmas contract job, so basically they get people in from like July to December, or maybe I think a little bit before December. They mm. have twice as many workers as they usually would because they're preparing for the holiday season because they have a lot of seasonal stuff. They have like Halloween stuff. They have mm-hmm. Christmas stuff, etc. A lot of misrule. Mm. Mm, which I freaking love. It's my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite too. Um, it's still so good. Um, but yes, so I was on a fixed term contract there with um, a possible option to stay on if they liked me enough. They didn't end up liking me enough. Um, Rude. But I look because they didn't like the fact that when I was sick, I would actually take a sick day instead of coming mm. in and working while I was sick. Um, but yes, I remember um, I worked in the room called filling, uh, which was the least fun room because mm. we didn't actually make anything. We no, didn't actually make anything. It. What we did is anything that went in bottles or pots. That was us. I remember when you worked there, Mm-hmm. I you you told me to send you photos of the back of all my Lush products that I was using to see mm-hmm. if you had filled that product and you were like oh my god I filled that I touched that and I was like oh yep. my god I feel so close to you yeah yeah because certain batches um, <laughs> would be done by certain people um, yeah. and I was one of the people in that room even though they didn't end up hiring me and keeping me on I was one of the maybe like three people in that room that they ended up training on using the big machines um which I was very proud of and I got very good at very quickly I loved doing it um it's like you know you hold the bottle under a spout and it spouts all the stuff into the bottle and then you have to slide it down the table really quickly over to the people like you're in a western and it's like you're sliding a vodka shot all the way down the bar you're sliding it down the bar but you have to be really fucking quick like you'll have a bottle in one hand you'll have an empty bottle in the other hand you'll fill the one bottle slide it down next bottle is ready and while you are filling the bottle that you have just put in your hand, you're grabbing another bottle from the box. So you had to basically be really bloody quick. I'm like doing a little demonstration wow. for Jace now with my yeah, arms. That's quick. Um, I got very good at it. But the room next door to us was where they made the massage bars. Um, just side and... note, I think it's hailing. So if you can hear that, uh, everyone, <laughs> take cover. It was some- <laughs> to hail where I am but it's not hailing here so. I got your hail I took it you got my hail it went upstate very quickly um <laughs> but I remember we worked in the room next to the room where they made the massage bars and mm-hmm. like when I tell you that some of those things legit looked like chocolate yummy like they looked like actual chocolate those little hearts with the mm-hmm. uh, glitter on them Oh, yeah, I want to eat them. Forbidden chocolate. I wanted to eat them so bad. I wanted to take a bite out of nom, everything. Nom, nom, nom. I wanted to so badly, but I, n- I never did. I never took a bite out of anything. I'm proud and of you. And you'd, you'd think that, like, you know, if anyone's going to be able to take a bite out of something. It would be you. It's right there. Like, any any of the duds. So tempting. Like, oh, my God. We would, ha- we would, have, we would have duds. Um, so it's like, well, maybe if I just, just grab one. Just have a little nibble in the corner, like a little rat nibbling on some cheese, just taking it in the corner. I I never I never did though. I restrained myself. Um, That's impressive. I restrained myself from doing that. Um, to anyone that is considering getting a job at the the Lush factory, I don't know 
what it is like now, but I know that in my time there, it was a bloody um, uh, workplace health and safety nightmare. Um, I like that there's uh, thunder happening when you're like, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, look, it's our it's our first episode of October. It's October. It's, it's spooky good. month. The, I'm, t- the... I'm talking about, you know, the horrors of working a casual job in a factory the, where the, the floor in literally every room is slippery because it's a fucking Ugh. soap factory. So every single room, the floor is slippery. I like to imagine you slippery, slipping, like slippering, sliding across the, the floor I to did. go, grabbing your bag as you're sliding out and then out the door. Whoa, that was a big one. And then you hiccup and then bubbles come out. <laughs> like in um, uh, Little Rascals. Other than the hiccuping with the bubbles, I did that. Wow. I would slide across the floor. Um, I, I may have spoken about this before, but my housemate, who is one of my best friends, um, we actually met while working in the filling room together. Um, and the way that they describe it is that I physically slid into their DMs because ah. I literally ran up and did a little slide across the floor over to them because they, they started a bit after me. And... Um, they were wearing uh, a t-shirt uh, that was merch for a wrestler. And I was like, oh, wrestling fan, ah. wrestling fan. Blah, 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 blah. I slid over. This one's like, mine now. I was like, wrestling. Mm, we have been best friends ever since, basically. So you were filling the bottles and you filled the space in each other's hearts. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. That's a beautiful yeah. story. And now we are just two little gremlins together. Um so yeah, anyone that follows me on Twitter will know about my housemate because we post about each other sometimes. Um, yeah, we are definitely two little goblin creatures. Um, I, but I'm so I'm so glad that we got out of those jobs. Like, ooh, it wasn't yeah. Good. I've mentioned before that I worked at Club Med Lindemann Island, and um, really, you've mentioned that. <laughs> Shut up. On how many episodes, Jace? Shut up. I'm going to send the storm back to you <laughs> as punishment for being mean to me. But That's yes, fine. I did work at Club Med Lindemann Island mm-hmm. and I am in, I was talking to a couple of my friends. Um, oh, fuck me. That is Jesus. loud. My God. Sounds like I'm at fucking AMF bowling and there's just people <laughs> just- yeah, I'm recording this strikes, podcast. baby. I'm coming to you live from AMF Blacktown. Uh, <laughs> You're at AMF Blacktown. I'm at uh, I'm at Strike at Darling Harbour. Yeah, this is the bowling which episode, I think, which I think is which I think is the closest bowling alley to me. I oh think. wow, there's not many uh, here. Yeah, there's not many here either. I think they've just realised that bowling. Oh, it's, sucks. it's died off. It has died um, off. Yeah, it's definitely hailing. I can hear it. But mm, anyway, that's fun. so I worked at Club Med and I was in a group chat. I'm in a group chat with a couple of my friends, um, Tori, Mars and Ellie. And we were talking about um, shampoos and stuff because I was telling them about my shampoo situation, my hair loss and things. And mm. Mars, who's a hairdresser, was suggesting um, different shampoos and conditioners and things for me, for my hair type. And... They suggested this um, honey and yogurt shampoo and conditioner, which obviously I wouldn't use, but um, not just for the vegan reason, but also because 
when they suggested that to me, it unearthed a memory. Mm. (laughs) It brought up the traumas. When I started at Lindemann, we put on shows for the kids because I worked, as I said, in the kids club. Yeah. And that's a lot of hail. Uh, I'm getting, I'm so easily distracted. No, I'm really? Yeah. Um, The two people on this show, easily distracted. (laughs) You're on your phone and I keep looking at the window. For that, it makes me feel like no, my stories are really I, worth listening I am to. Listening. I'm just I'm googling Lush products. No, I know you. <laughs> people with ADHD are really good at uh, listening when it looks like they're not listening. I'm listening. I can listen and Google at the same time extremely yeah. easily. Yeah, it's uh, we talk about how ADHD isn't a superpower a lot on this podcast, but that's a superpower. Uh, mm. When I first started, there was like a weird initiation sort of thing that had to happen. And they said they did it to all of the new people and everyone's been through it. It's, it was a show that we put on for the kids in the main auditorium, Mm. which the auditorium with the stage was connected to the bar. It was all open plan. So it was bar, auditorium, restaurant. And it right. was open and it was like the central thing where anyone could just walk past and it was right near the pool. So it wasn't like an auditorium where you could just go in and then shut the doors. It was anyone could watch it. And I had to play as a doll and dress up and they were like, look, this is my new dolly. Um, should I do this to it? Should I do that to it? And they poured honey and yogurt on my oh! head. And I had to stand there as this perfect little dolly and oh, they put no. flour on top and everything that they like, they put water and it was, this, I can't believe that I only this realized is how remi- the yeah. <laughs> this is years later. No, no, but you remember, I, I told this on a recent episode when I, when basically the exact same thing happened to me at Nickelodeon, that's the kind of shit yeah. that they dumped on me. It was like porridge yeah. and flour and yogurt and like I think there was some eggs in there and honey. Like it was it's yeah, putrid. it was just that kind of it was, it was that putrid. kind of bullshit. Yeah, and that yeah. added with the whole I'm a dolly, I'm not allowed to move, and we're gonna do whatever oh we want to the God. dolly. You know what? That that does sound legitimately traumatizing. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you, Mother Nature. Jace, the real is your milk. trauma manifesting as a storm. It right is. Now? This is the. Like, is this is it. You... I'm... <laughs> I think I think you might actually be Matilda. Um, I think I am. You get emotional and the weather changes. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what though. I did legitimately think that about myself as a child. That I you did were Matilda. Think that. I also no, thought that, that about myself. No, no. I was magic. I thought I thought that I could control the weather. So did I. I, <laughs> I could control the weather. <laughs> no wonder I'm like heaps into witchy shit now. Like. Yeah, this, is, you, this I, is something that I've talked about frequently, the yeah. fact that I was a very spooky kid. Even though, like, I was also fairly Christian, I was a very spooky little kid. I loved witches and vampires and all that kind of shit. So I'm not surprised that I thought I could control the weather. I fully thought that I was a witch when I was a, a teeny. I had, um, do you remember Fiona something? It was... um. She had a teenage witchcraft book. 
was pink and it had girls in I white on the cover. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody if it's loves the lady that. that I think it is, I think I think some of the shit she's written is really problematic, but I could be getting her confused for someone else. Yeah, it is. It, I think like, so. Like a lot of these kind of like pop feminism witchcraft things are very white focused and like to steal oh, things Oh yeah, from she was a white blonde lady. Uh yeah, so she's exactly Fiona what I'm Horn. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the bitch. Um, yes. I had her but, yeah. book. Uh, they Life's love a witch, stealing a handbook they love for stealing teen witches. Practices. They love stealing clothes practices from indigenous people and people of color. Hairstyles. They love to steal. They love but, to yeah, steal. I had that and it was this one. Oh, I've seen that book. I've seen that Probably book. in my house. <laughs> I think I may um, have. Yeah, I used to use that a lot. Mani- like not manifest, but like use those silly little spells that weren't anything that ripped off from clearly cultures that yeah. have had it running through their blood forever. Uh, Which is why I don't do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, mostly because um, I don't want to accidentally steal anything. Yeah, and like I know that I could do the research, but also brain bad. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't necessarily have the time and focus to put in the research. One day I'll get bored and I will hyper-focus on it really hard and I'll end up like, you know, getting a good chunk of the way somewhere. But unless I'm in that mindset where I can do that, it's not going to happen. So I would prefer to do small bits and pieces that I know are safe. And manifesting is one of those things where, you know, it's, it's an open practice. Pretty much every culture does some form of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, you and you're not you're not hurting anyone. You're not using up resources. Like it's it's pretty tame. It's you know it's it's very much using yourself. Um. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> I I've, I've seen it a lot. The um, the book that I had at Bookfest, the Lifeline yes. Bookfest, and in op shops and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't repurchased it because it's not something that I'm interested in anymore but maybe I should get it secondhand somewhere if I come across it do it and oh my then like we can read out spells on the po- like I... not read the spells out but read out what I was what I thought was magic when I was like maybe I would 13. love I would love to do that I think that would be extremely fun I love what our podcast has become you know um <laughs> doctor who erotic fan fiction <laughs> manifesting white witchcraft um, white witchcraft um <laughs> ragging on pretty much every shampoo brand including mm-hmm. lush it's a mixed like, bag this week it really it is, is a real mixed bag but you know i mean there hasn't been a great deal of things going on in either of our lives, I guess, at the mm. moment. I know we're not going that, um, anywhere. That's the thing. Like nothing's happening because we're not going anywhere. It's well, I mean, that's gonna change for me soon. It is. Um, New South Wales is pretty much officially in the home stretch. Um, we're extremely, extremely close to seventy percent fully vaccinated. We are very close to ninety percent first dose, which is incredible. That's really um, good. And they've started on the roadmap. Like, things are looking like either the 11th or the 18th. It hasn't been set in stone yet, but that's, like, only one week apart, just kind of depending on how the numbers go. But, mm. like, um, yeah, things are opening up soon. And I had to think about this the other day. 
And I had a panic about it. Oh, yeah. Because I've become, I have become very used to not doing things. I've become very mm-hmm. used to staying in my home, working from home, doing everything from home. Very minimal trips outside, basically to the supermarket and the chemist. Those are the only two places yep. I go, pretty much. Um, I go to two supermarkets and one chemist. Like, that's it. And they are all within, like, a one kilometer radius of my home. It takes me less... I, I can do a round trip in, like, ten minutes if, I, if I'm if i really walking fast. Which doesn't mm. always happen because my legs are bad. But if I really put the effort in, if I had a good day, I could do a round trip in about ten minutes. It's all very small. Um, I am terrified. And I think I've just become so used to not going anywhere <laughs> and complaining about not going anywhere but when I'm faced with the actual possibility of, hey, you can go see your friends again. You can go to the pub. Like, shit like that. I'm faced with that possibility. And, like, it's great. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm Very scared. Scary. I am scared. I don't that's, know why. Well, that's why when people talk about prisoners and how when they – like. When prisoners are let out after being inside for a long time, they need help acclimatizing, and that's why they want to go back in a lot of the times. So they'll commit crimes. I, I'm not as uh, versed on abolition or, um, you know, anything like that as some other people that I talk to. But um, once again, Josie from Hillpod. <laughs> <laughs> I try feel not like to name drop it... everyone so much. <laughs> I will name drop Josie and Hillpot as much as I, I want. because We get it. I, You're thirsty. Have some water. Oh, fuck off. No. Not like that. Jesus. Let me admire my friend's work. No, I All shan't. Right? No. Oh, well, um, um, but, okay. Wait, later. This is not podcast. Uh, Although we are an erotic fan fiction podcast now, so maybe. But this is why when... Some people who are out, let out of prison, they don't know how to cope because they've been inside for so long. Yes. They reoffend so that they can get brought back in where it's safe. And that's what I feel like maybe a lot of people now are realizing that feeling, like they're having that same feeling. And I just wish that people who are having those feelings would maybe use their brains and apply it to the prison system and rant. Go. <laughs> what I was going to say is... Um... Can you imagine if someone wrote erotic fan fiction about us? Of course that's what you were going to say. <laughs> the second you said it, I'm like, oh, hold that thought. Rhea's had an hold idea. It. Just a little light bulb. Um, which, that would be amazing and also terrible if that happened. It would be. It, We'd read it, it on would the be, pod. But we would read it, it would on the horrible. pod, but we, it would be horrible. We would hate it. We wouldn't be happy about time. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my so, lord! Yeah. But yeah, no, I I do get what you mean. Um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily exactly the same no. as the prison experience. Oh but god, it, no, the prison experience but, is way worse. Uh, like, don't yeah, don't get me wrong oh, about yeah. that. But but I definitely think that it does um, help people to have a degree of empathy for that. Hopefully, hopefully, if you're not a fucking monster. Um, mm. but you know, I I think it very much does vary by experience because um you know some people have been you know staying in their homes and their homes aren't necessarily wonderful places to be mm-hmm. 
They could be living in a shitty rental. They could be living in a bad family situation or a domestic violence situation. They could be losing a lot of money because they're not able to work. Or they could be living in their, you know, multi-million dollar North Shore mansion. Exactly. And just just fucking having the time of their lives because they have a pool they have all their shit you know these they can they can work from home easily and they can get everything they need delivered so people's wives no the wags i don't see a lot of this because i have made very much an effort to stay away from that sort of influencer culture Mm. the only influencers i follow have septum rings (laughs) <laughs> and usually their own clothing brands like it's not like <laughs> it's not like they're shilling for skinny tea companies they're like hey Take this tea that makes you shit here are products that i actually make or that i design myself like that kind of that have kind you of ever thing. wondered what it feels like to have ibs well with the skinny tea now you can <sighs> i can't believe that people would do that to themselves yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's um it's not a fun experience formulated by dr shit my pants (laughs) formulated by dr remansel (laughs) (laughs) your new name's dr shit my pants now dr shit my pants yeah no um it's just got like just it's just like um regular iced tea but it's got some of my stomach enzymes in there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a, I just essentially give people IBS. You're a bioweapon. I'm a... The B in IBS am... stands for bioweapon. <laughs> <laughs> the B in BPD stands for bioweapon. There we go. You can take your pick. Whichever one you like the best. Both of those are wonderful. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I am a bioweapon. Um... You know, anyone that has dated me for an extended period of time has had to be in the same room as my farts. And also anyone who's been friends with you for an extended period of time has also had to be in the same room as your farts. I mean, I didn't want to say that, but yes. I think you trained me for getting married to Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he better be bloody thankful then. He has a lot to thank you for. He does. He does have a lot to thank me for. You you just you became immune. You became used to it. I did. Yeah. You should uh you should hire yourself out. Just hire to myself who out to get married or or live with their partner. I just go to their house and I just fart all day. <laughs> just fart in every room like your asshole's a can of Glen 20. <laughs> like the bug bombs that you like put it on the floor and you rip the thing off and it just <laughs> comes out the top and you have to leave the room and shut the door and shut all the windows and st- that's me that's me and you, you, sh- to- you <laughs> shut you shut me in a room and it sets the smoke alarms off yep <laughs> yep you just put me in a room and just let me let me do my thing i will eradicate i will i'll eradicate the bugs and i will get you used to farts Two in one service, baby. That's the remantle guarantee. Nobody steal that idea. No one steal that idea, okay? <laughs> We've got a legit oh business God. on our hands. Combination oh, uh, exterminator and dating coach. That's me. <laughs> Hitch, but it's uh, <laughs> it's your farts. 
Oh my god. <laughs> my cheeks hurt. My mouth, my face cheeks hurt. <laughs> I was about to say, don't steal my bit. <laughs> Why would your cheeks hurt during all of this? I'm the one that's farting a room. <laughs> I'm just I'm farting trying to get taken on as your apprentice in an entire room. That is just me. <laughs> all right, you cannot take that away from me. I'm talking cockroaches. I'm talking rats. I'm talking spiders. Eradicated. And it doesn't just kill them; it just drives them away. It it's, just it's drives cruelty them free. Away. Just, just we don't gone. kill them. They're just gonna, they're <laughs> like I'm out of here, man. <laughs> but then you don't have to clean up the dead bodies. Exactly. Like, you know, that's one of the things I hate the most about, like, any sort of, um, anytime I kill a bug, like, the the actual body disposal, especially if it's a fucking big-ass huntsman. Disposing of the corpse. Yeah, especially if it's a fucking big-ass mm. huntsman or, like, a really meaty cockroach. No, thank you. Like, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to give you that uh, mental image. Um, but yeah, like it is the most awful thing. And I like, I'm always scared that if I put it, if I just put it in the trash, that it will somehow wake up and come back back and come back and get me. So usually it's down the toilet. Like I will just feel down the toilet. Do you ever feel tickles on your like ankles or body and think that it's all of the spiders and bugs that you killed? It's the ghosts of them coming in. By your face, I'm hearing no. But. <laughs> uh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. No, I don't think it's the ghosts, but I will regularly feel like tickles on my like ankles and legs and stuff and be like, cockroach, mm-hmm. cockroach, cockroach. To be fair, a couple of times I have been right. Um, did I ever tell you about the time when I was a child? Um, and this was back in Wendy's place out in Blacktown. And in Western Sydney, it gets warmer Mm. than it would uh Mm. closer to the coast it gets it gets a bit more humid it's gross in summer basically we're fairly inland yeah so it's a bloody oh my god i'm talking as if i'm still living there it made me sad so continue it's it's a bloody haven for bugs all right so our house even though it would be immaculately spotless as is the wendy way we would get coffees Mm -hmm. um and i hated them Mm -hmm. there was one time i'm not sure how old i was like maybe like eight or nine. Like I was old enough to be sentient and have memories, but I Mm. was younger than, I was younger than like, um, like high school. Um, I woke up to a cockroach crawling across my face one time. Uh, I I woke up to a cockroach crawling across my face. No. And here's the thing. I, um, I don't breathe great. Uh, sleep apnea runs in my family. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, later in my life it ends up that way. So I tend to sleep with my mouth open. Luckily, this guy was going across my forehead, but I tell you fucking what, if he had been a little bit lower, he would have been in the gob. He would have gone down the gob. So I started sleeping face down for a while after that. Like, I'd rather is... suffocate in my sleep yes. than eat a cockroach. <laughs> this is uncomfortable, but I will not let them in. Um, just t- just gag yourself with a ball gag while you sleep. <laughs> yes, Jace, when I was a child, oh. 
I meant now, not when you're a child. Oh, well, the one I have now is like a ring, so it doesn't actually oh, well, close the cockroach my mouth. Could get in. Yeah, that's yeah. like an invitation. I for know. The I know. It's like a, a fancy little doorway. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we're getting into erotic fan fiction territory. I don't want to do a review Sorry, of ben. all my sex toys. Um, I mean, I might if we ever, like I said, if we ever get a Patreon Bonus or set. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I might. I'll I'll record whatever. When I was younger, my parents would tell me that cockroaches couldn't fly, which is a fucking lie. Fucking lie! And they would also (gasps) tell me that spiders didn't like being under the covers in beds. And that was because I was so scared that there was going to be cockroaches flying at me and spiders Mm. in my bed sheets that I would get so anxious. I would have what I now know as panic attacks, but... They were called tantrums when I was a child. <laughs> um, so like they would tell me some parents that weren't very well versed in mental health. That's fair. No, no, no such thing in their family. In our family, is mental health issues. No. no, no such thing as mental illness. When I told Gabby that I was uh, depressed and taking medication for it, she said, "No, you're not. You're not depressed. You don't need that." I had that. I uh, what did she say? She said, "It's the baby blues." Like the baby blues and oh. I had that after I had you that's all parents have it and this was when both of my children were older than eight so <laughs> the youngest child was eight so she <laughs> told me that I had that's some really extended postpartum depression Jace. Jeez. I know even I should have just it, known it for what it was even if it was the baby blues like that's a long time to have it that's and still an issue she she oh, would not she... call it postpartum depression. Mm. Pre- depression. It was the baby blues. Baby blues. But yeah, so it didn't exist Yikes. Uh, in our family. No Jesus. such thing. But That's they would awful. lie to me and tell me that yeah, yeah. spiders didn't like being under covers. And it wasn't until I had my own kids mm. and they were scared of spiders. And they were like, that you what understood. comes into my bed at night? And you I was understood. like, oh, spiders. Hang on. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, That's not... That's I was lied to. Oh, so that the I lies freak out. that our parents <laughs> tell us. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah. my god. I. What do you yeah. remember? Oh well. Um, when I was a kid, we had a dog, and one <gasps> day uh, we were told that the dog had um had run away. I'm oh, almost oh. certain that they had gotten it put down. I'm too scared to ask. I'm too scared to ask my parents, but it was a pit bull. Oh, and she was a sweetheart, but mm. um, I think she did nip at one of us, and I would mm. not be surprised if my dad was just like, right, fucking killing this dog, um, because this was back when my parents were together. Um, mm. so um, yeah, like while my parents were together, we've we've spoken about this. My dad was not exactly the uh, calmest, most rational man. So he wouldn't, wouldn't have been getting surprised. father or partner of the year. No. Um, he's doing all right now. I don't hate him. Um, we get along all right, me and Wazza. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. But also I wouldn't be surprised if they had actually told me what happened at some point or if she had legitimately run away and I have just forgotten. Mm. Um, Santa, I mean, everyone's done Santa. Everyone's done Santa. The the funny thing about Santa. Tell me about um, Santa. So my if, if your children are listening, 
if you're listening to this and your children are nearby and able to hear, first of all, what the fuck? Second of all, don't don't let them hear this bit. Don't let them hear this bit. Okay, um, go. So we would get presents. Um, we would get a couple of things from mum and dad and then we would get a couple of things from Santa. I started to cotton on to the fact that Santa might be a myth um, around the time that I recognised that Santa's handwriting was identical <laughs> to Wendy's. Wendy has extremely distinctive handwriting. She's yes. a teacher. So it's mm-hmm. like that perfect like textbook printing. She doesn't do cursive. She prints. Mm-hmm. It is so distinctive. I could recognize it in a lineup even now. Like I could recognize it. Um, so back then I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at these labels and I'm like, something is a bit fishy here. Okay, Harriet the Spy. I know, I know. And I'm just like, why couldn't, why couldn't my dad have done it? My dad has just mm-hmm. normal dude messy handwriting. And then I remember the fact that my mom did pretty much everything <laughs> when we were kids. So, of course, she was writing the labels. She was buying the presents. She was wrapping everything. Like, she was doing all of that. But it did give her up. Um, and then I think a couple of years after that, I did catch them uh, putting Ooh. out the presents and all that. Because I couldn't sleep. I was having a bad sleep and I wanted to get up and be like, oh, mommy, mm. daddy, give me a cuddle, that kind of thing. Um and yeah, and I come out and they're, they're literally sitting in the lounge room wrapping presents. I'm like, you couldn't have done it a bit earlier. Oh my God. Literally like 2am Christmas, they're sitting there wrapping presents. Like very cute, but also guys, mm. be a bit more organized. Like Shane and I were school aged at this point. So it's not like they didn't have time during the day to do it. Yeah. Mum was I a stay at home mum at this at point. School. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Wendy wasn't working at this point because dad was still there. Um, so she was just stay-at-home mum. So it's like, you couldn't have done this while we were at school or like Maybe taking a nap. Maybe she wanted to force your dad into helping. So she was like, I, I'm not wrapping them until you're know. home to do it with me. I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't shit tack, shit tack, shit talk my dad um, so much. Why not? Yes, you should. Uh, uh, <laughs> My story about finding out the Santa wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I was in year three, which is how old? Year three, you'd Four, be about five, eight, five, six. Yeah, I was about eight. Um, and my best friend at the time, Liana, she, I remember this so clearly. We were sitting on the steps of the amphitheater and I was talking about, oh my God, I'm so excited for Santa probably. And she told me that Santa wasn't real and that it was our parents and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, you're lying. My parents wouldn't lie to me like that. I said, my parents would never lie to me like that. And she said, no, it's that's Santa doesn't exist. And I came home and I said, I might've actually told this before. I can't remember, Mm. but I came home and I said, I was talking to Liana today and Gabby was like, oh, yeah, what what happened? And I said, Liana said that Santa isn't real, but I told her that my parents would never lie to me and she was the one that was lying. And then Gabby was like, oh, God. So she sat me down and she was like, look, I have to tell you, um, Santa 
did exist a long time ago. It was a man named St. Nicholas and she told me the story about him and how he brought presents to poor children or whatever. Yeah. And she said, and we just carry on his tradition um, by doing all of this. And she explained it very rationally. uh, And I looked at her and I said, well, I guess you're going to tell me that the tooth fairy and, and the Easter bunny aren't real either. And she looked at me and she said, uh, well, and I was gutted. I, I was so mad. I ran away and I locked myself in my room and I would not speak to her and I would not speak to dad for ages. Like I was so upset. Oh my God. I think I really took to heart the fact that they lied to me so easily and so for so long. And they were like, now you get to share in the magic and blah, blah, blah with your brother. And I just didn't want to do that. But I got presents from Santa for another four years until my brother figured it out. So that was good. But (laughs) that's my story. You mentioned the tooth fairy. Oh, gosh. Mentioned the tooth fairy. Oh, yeah. What kind of fucked up version of the tooth fairy (laughs) did I do with you? It wasn't fucked up on her part. It was more kind of fucked up on my part. Um, once again, I've mentioned before, I was a spooky kid. I was very, very weird as a child. Goth runs through Ree's veins and always from From birth. Um, so this should not surprise anyone. I didn't let the tooth fairy take my teeth. Mm -hmm. I wanted the teeth. (laughs) I wanted to keep the teeth. (laughs) You weren't taking my fucking teeth, bitch. But... I was spooky, but I was also very materialistic. Mm. I didn't want to give up that cash. Mm. So every time I lost a tooth, I had to write a little note to the tooth fairy explaining why I should be allowed to keep the tooth. Mm. And I would still get the gold coin. Thanks, Wendy! Thank you! Fuck yeah! (laughs) Oh my god, but yeah, I had a bag of teeth when I was a kid. (laughs) Ree's bag of teeth. Mum did eventually throw it out. I'm still mad at her for that. Oh my god! Because I totally Do you want my would... kids' teeth. I yes. I'll give that them to you. Weird, the kids don't want yes. them. Yes, uh, give me the teeth, please. I always ask the kids. I'm like, do you want to keep your teeth or not? And they're like, they at the start they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah keep them. Oh. So I started keeping them, and then they were like, nah, I don't want them. I probably sound so like such a fucking creep right now, but legit, I want the teeth. Like, please. You're the I love shit like that. You're allowed to. I love shit like that. I love shit like that. One of um one of my wisdom teeth um is coming in real fucking wonky. Um there's Ooh. like a there's like a hole in my gums now. Um next to the tooth, because it's coming through sideways. Um, and it's basically just like like popped open a hole in my gums. So like the top wow, of the Wow, not tooth- even your teeth are straight. The top of my tooth is sideways, but from the hole, the hole in the gum is at the top. So if you look in the hole, you can see the top of the tooth sideways. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, Food gets stuck in there a lot. It's fun. Um, One day, one day I am going to hide drugs in there. (laughs) You just hide your vape in there? (laughs) No, I could, I could, I could fit a pill in there. Just wrap it in cling wrap, tuck it away in there. Once again, we are not role models. Do not listen to a word we fucking say, please. I'm going to use my jaw to smuggle drugs. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. 
Anyway. We'll see you on border security. And I'm like, <laughs> Re, <laughs> Re has been stopped by border patrol. <laughs> I'm not going to leave the country. I'm just going to go to Melbourne. Yeah, I'm just going to go to Melbourne. I'm just going to like fucking pack as much cocaine into a tiny oh my little God. bag. And, just and then there's a sniffer it. dog. There's a sniffer <laughs> dog that comes and stuffs its snout in your <laughs> And I'm like, damn, buy me dinner first. Um, you can just be like, I had some before I came, guys. Like, I don't uh, have any with me. I get really anxious about flying, which is true. I get really anxious about flying. I'm not a good mm. flyer. Um, but yeah, and I know that at some point, it's it's not actually really impacting anything. Mm. It's not infected. It doesn't hurt. It's just there. Um, so as long as I like keep my teeth clean, hmm. it's fine. But I know that at some point it will probably move enough that I'll need to get it out. And something that I'm really upset about is the fact that because it is impacted, um, with wisdom teeth surgery, they'll probably need to smash it up to get oh, it out of that hole. Ouchie. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing that happens. And I'm really mad because I would love to have it okay. just like as a little intact tooth. I don't but know if, if they, they let if, you keep it. Because when, when I, I don't know if it's the same for dentists as it is for like doctors and stuff. But mm. when I got my spinal surgery, I was talking to the surgeon at my follow-up appointment and he said, yeah, usually he said, when I, when I was in New Zealand, I would have taken the bit of disc because the bit of disc that had ruptured the spinal mm. the disc that had ruptured was mm. he said 50 cent piece size Whoa, and it was one of the cool. biggest he's ever operated on Whoa. and he said i know i wanted it and no he wonder said your back that, was so fucked jeez i know he said that in new zealand they he if we were in new zealand he would have taken that disc and put it in a specimen jar and offered it to me I know, isn't that romantic? I was like, I'm getting babe. all of my medical work done in New Zealand now. I was like, oh my god, are you flirting with me? Uh, but someone <laughs> could totally give me bones as a way of flirting with me. Someone but not 100%. indigenous bones. No, not like not like that. Not like I want to make that very very clear. Jesus, nope. I don't even know. I just want to make no. it clear. No, no, no. When you said someone could give you bones, it made me think of that weird bone collector on TikTok. And I was just, he had, he buys indigenous oh, bones. Oh, the bone guy. I was yeah, just yeah, wanted yeah. to make it very, no, very clear. I, I, was, we do going, not support I was going that. to lead into that. If anyone's yes, going to give me bones, I want them to be ethically sourced. So basically, exactly. uh, roadkill or your own? <laughs> it would cost you an arm and a leg bone. Um, but <laughs> yeah, he wanna... was saying. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Sorry, go. I need go. to. Go. Do it. Well, when it when it comes to me, if you want a bone, you got to give a bone. Hey, you got to give a bone to get a bone. Give a bone to get a bone, baby. Please give me bones or teeth. <laughs> I would love them. We just should the set up a PO just box. The seriousness on my face when I said yeah. that, I think, freaked you out a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, yes. Uh, my point is, the surgeon said that they're not allowed to do it in Australia because it's classed as a body part. Even when you get screws out of plates, like when they change screws in plates they and stuff, you keep the screws. you're not allowed to keep those because they were in your body and they count as like a part of your body. If you get a bullet out in this country, you're not allowed to keep the bullet because it's, Oh, well, yeah, there goes all my plans. That's it. I was going to get it. We've got to put the podcast gun away now because <laughs> you're not going to be able to. I can't keep the bullets. Fucking hell. 
That's yeah, insane. So I don't know if the dentists oh are held God, to the same. If we've got any dental assistants or dentists out there, um, let us know if I that's think the I same. do have a couple of friends that do work in the dental industry. Um, ask I don't them, because I want. I'm I don't know if they'll now. listen, but I'll ask. Um, yeah, I. I want. I want both. <laughs> Your outside bones. <laughs> I want out, outside bones, inside bones. I don't. I don't care. I just. I don't know. I like that shit. Once again, have yeah, been, you're the have, weird I've one been, in this podcast. I've been spooky for a very, very long time. Um, I like shit like that. Um, I mean, I do have a couple of friends that like do legit collect like animal bones and stuff. Yeah, and it just it looks cool as hell. I've got a friend who does that, and she's got bugs that she puts the bone in this um, container with flesh-eating bugs and the bugs eat all of the meat and stuff off the bones over like a course of I don't know how long it is, but they clean the whole animal uh, carcass off like with all the stuff. Reese's face is like, where can I get some of these bugs? Flesh-eating bugs? Nobody let Ree get flesh-eating bugs, please. (laughs) Jesus. I'll smuggle Knowing them into you, the, I'll smuggle them into the country in my chin hole. It's fine. <laughs> Knowing you, you'll forget to put the lid on your cage, and then the flesh-eating bugs will come out, and then you'll cause this massive. Again, you're a freaking <laughs> bioweapon. Either that, or they'll eat me in my sleep. Which honestly, they'll find I think, you. I think would be really good um, karma oh. for the time I nearly ate a cockroach in my sleep. To be eaten. Would you by prefer bugs to have a cockroach? Sleep? walk across your face or a flesh-eating bug don't i nearly threw up um, oh i'm sorry is this too much for you this question is too much for you this question is too much for the one that little mix been... let me have your children's bones <laughs> this is let... the line all right we figured out where the line is this is the line <laughs> let me have your children's bones but i don't want any bugs on my face Anywhere else is fine. Um, I don't know. I have a real... Oh, not like that. I have a real love-hate relationship with bugs. I think they're cool as hell. I just Mm. don't necessarily want them close to me. Yeah. Yeah. And my... Yeah. My house gets a lot of huntsman spiders and Mm. I hate it. But also we have very high ceilings and they tend to stick up in the corners. They like it up there. And I'm just like, look, you are as far away from me as you physically could be right now. That is fine. Stay up there. Eat flies and cockroaches. Mm-hmm. that's fine this the second it starts to come down the wall towards me yeah i've got the broom i'm screaming um they're so, fast too huntsman they are so fast oh i just got like a mental image of one running mm. i once i was video chatting with a friend in america and oh, <laughs> as i was typing mm. a huntsman came from around the back of the computer screen and oh. crawled across <gasps> the monitor. And for those who don't know, we have a couple of overseas listeners. Huntsman spiders, if you get your hand and you splay it out as much as you can, that's about the size of a huntsman. They're like, very big. They're massive. Like think of a CD or a DVD and then a little bit big bigger boys. than that. That's mm-hmm. huntsman's. And they're fucking speedy. So one came across and I was like, I stopped talking. And mm. she was like, what's going on? like spider it's big and she was like oh my god I hate spiders and when I told her how big it was she was like what the fuck because Mm. in America or where she lives she's in Houston Mm. 
the kind of spiders that they have that are big are like 50 cent pieces, like my back, like my my spinal disc. Wait, 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 they yeah. think 50 cents is big for a spider? Well, she did. I don't know about, I don't, I don't want to speak for all Americans. Um, I'll have to ask my Discord server. <laughs> yeah, ask them what the biggest spider they've ever seen is. I want to know yeah. how big the biggest spider they've ever seen is, um, including legs, because that's a very important thing to ask. But yeah, and then it came off I was like oh my god what am I gonna do and I found a big um bucket it was big yeah. big bucket yeah and I was gonna trap it mm-hmm. and it took me like three times to trap it because it was so fast it was running across the carpet I ended up just throwing it and hoping for the best and then it mm. did catch it and then I just left it there until oh I would have I would have as well I would have just left it there. It's like, I'm not left dealing with this anymore. I put something just heavy on let top it, and I was let like, it there suffocate. we go. Yeah, yeah. But not the thing a is about, problem. The thing about huntsmen's is like, they're pretty much harmless. They're as, they scared, are. Of, they're as scared of humans as we are of them. And they don't, they don't attack humans. They don't really no, attack humans. No, they're just fast. They scare They me. They can bite, and but the bite is not poisonous. It'll hurt, but that's it. Yeah. Um, And they'll only do that if like, you're really fucking up in their face trying to kill them. Um, so that's mm. why I will try and just get a broom. And I'm not even trying to kill the bugger. I'm just trying to like kind of push, push it, it away. Push it away. Um, yeah. Like I, I've i never physically killed a huntsman. I've killed mm. a lot of cockroaches, um, which, is why, which is why I think they're coming to kill me. Um, but yeah. Any... When the cockroach uprising happens, you're the first to go. I'm going to be the first to go. Um, but I did mention earlier disposing of dead huntsmen. I want to make it clear that I haven't physically killed any huntsmen. Mm-hmm. Um, they will just, I'll just find a dead one in my house and I'll be like, oh, that's where, Sometimes that's where Jerry, just die. that's where Jerry went. Um, Jerry. <laughs> oh no, we Jerry named Seinfeld them. the huntsman. <laughs> we, we name, we name huntsmen, you know, like, cause they'll usually hang around for, for a while. Um, my, my up in a yeah. corner, they're fine. Just yeah, if they're up in a corner, they're fine. Just don't come near me. Near don't me. come near me. Don't come near me. Um, yeah, I could could not deal with that. I I did have my first huntsman spotting of the season um, a couple days ago, and my housemate mm-hmm. also saw one in the house. Um, he is currently living behind a mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. He can stay there. That's fine. What's I can't his name? S- uh, we haven't named this one yet. He can. You he can call stay it a mirror. There. Oh, that's a good a one. Amira, because it's behind a mirror. Amira, Amira. that's Amira. cute. Um, the first time we named a spider, uh, my housemate. Uh, once again, we're both wrestling fans. Um, yes. There is a wrestler named Triple H. Mm-hmm. And the Triple See, I'm H. I'm aware of that. I know that much. Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, Triple H is one of the, like, the big ones, big, well-known yeah, guys. But I know um, something. So don't take this away from me, please. I will never will. But Triple H Thank stands you. for Hunter Hurst Helmsley. So oh. my housemate called the spider Triple H. That's good. Because Hunter. Um, and I was, I, was yeah. like, I was like, cool. And uh, Hunter lived in my housemate's bathroom. And I was like, cool, stay there. <laughs> as long as he stays there, I'm mm-hmm. on board. Fucking what? Just stay there, buddy. Stay there. I'm um, fine living in yeah. harmony with Huntsman as long as they, yeah. As long as they don't fucking come near me. Yeah. seriously and you know how much quick. i hate spiders i'm fucking terrified yeah. of them mm-hmm. i am terrified of spiders um so yeah uh but hopefully it won't be too bad this time i mean i'm gonna endeavor to once i'm allowed to be out of the house as much as i am scared of being out of the house i'm scared of huntsman's more <laughs> so 
if I can get out of the house and that means I don't have to deal with spiders, uh, the second lockdown lifts, uh, I will be spending a lot of time outside. (laughs) If there are any huntsmen listening, huntsmen listening, um, you do you, we'll do us, we -hmm. can live in harmony. We're happy to live alongside you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Huntsman harmony. I think that's nice. Speaking of uh, lockdown lifting, Mm. I think my prediction is that Queens, I don't want to manifest this, but I'm just Mm. predicting it, Mm. is that Queensland's going to have another lockdown on Monday because the football is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's always the way is that they want to get the money it, from the football. It just happened in Melbourne. They had a massive mm-hmm. like 500k spike right after the grand final. Yep. So I reckon they're going to have the football, have all get all their money from it, and then lock us down on Monday, which is going to suck. Um, if it needs to be done, it needs to be done regardless of if there's a football yeah. match on or not. Which just. Mm. But what they've done is they've. Sold all of the tickets right to the football match. I think it's the grand final. Don't quote me on that. I don't know much about um, sport. Is it the Uh, NRL? Yes, NRL. It is the grand final. Okay, well, it's the grand final. Mm -hmm. They've sold all of the tickets. It's at Suncorp Stadium. Full house. It's Rabbitohs and Panthers. Who are you going for? (laughs) Rabbitohs. Okay, so Rabbitohs are my mum's team and Panthers are my brother's team. Um, ah. but yeah, I love, uh, I love the bunnies. Um, well, I'm going if Panthers, I, if I was then. going to watch NRL, which I don't really, I don't really watch sports, but, um, like, you know, I'm happy that the Rabbitohs are in the grand final. So I'm very much like very being emo runs through your veins. Uh, being a bulldog supporter runs through my family's veins. It's like, ah, my auntie is a yeah, bulldog supporter. Actually, this is a weird big. thing. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Everyone in my family supports a different team. Hmm. And it has nothing to do with where the teams are from. Wow. Like regional. The only person in my family that supports an appropriate team for where they are from is my brother. He supports yeah. the Penrith Panthers. We grew up and in Blacktown. Yeah. Yeah, we grew up in Blacktown. He currently lives in Penrith. My wow. mum goes for the Rabbitohs. My dad goes for the Sydney Roosters. My auntie goes for the Bulldogs. My uncle goes for the Newcastle Knights. Um, Whoa. My, yeah, my grandmother goes for the fucking Dragons, the Illawarra <laughs> Dragons. Um, because she likes dragons? I just I think they're neat. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to ask her sometime. But yeah, we all have different teams. My, wow. My dear, my dear sweet departed papa, he was a Parramatta man through and through. Mm. He was, he I was used to like man. Nathan Hindmarsh. I, when I was growing up, because I wanted my dad to like me, I was like, yeah, I support the Roosters. Mm. And then, and then at some point, uh, I stopped caring about whether or not my dad liked me. Um, and I was like, the, no, Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs are cool. And yeah. I think I would be disowned if I didn't support the Bulldogs. (laughs) Because literally my uncle has a, um, pool table that has blue felt on it and it's an official bulldogs pool table he has a bulldogs tattoo he is like it's it it is full on and we all go for the doggies even if we don't want to (laughs) but but like that that's the thing like i've said though like i'm not really i'm not a sports person Mm. i i like wrestling wrestling is sports Mm -hmm. entertainment um but other than that i don't really watch sports um the AFL grand final was completely alien to me. Mm. Um, we have a lot I of mutual no friends who are 
Oh, we have a lot of mutual friends that are into Which AFL. I respect. Basically, my I... entire Twitter feed was about yeah, the final. Mine too. Mine too. I made, and I respect I made one, it. I made one dumb tweet about it and then I left it. <laughs> and it wasn't even me being like, oh, sports is bad. Um, I used to, I fully used to be one of those people that was like, <laughs> sports ball. Ooh, so, <laughs> so uneducated. Ooh, I like books. And now I'm just like, I like watching, <laughs> I like watching grown men in uh, brightly colored speedos throw each other around. So I can't really talk. Um, You're really selling <laughs> wrestling to me. I got to say. Mate. I've got to get you to watch some. I've got I it. Want I'm, to. I'm gonna put together a little package for you of matches. If you lived near me, I would let. I would go to wrestling matches with you. That would be fun. The wrestling scene in Queensland sucks. <laughs> I can imagine everything seen in Queensland sucks. Yes. But yes. The grand final is all sold out. Everyone's excited yes. for it. With the COVID numbers, we've got a couple of cases. I think like eleven. They mm. have reduced. Capacity to 75%. Okay. Which means that some poor souls are going to have their tickets refunded. And oh, it's no. up to the NRL and to Suncorp Stadium as to who gets refunded. And oh, it's like a, like a really bad game show. It could be you. We don't know <laughs> who's going to be picked. But it's I, like- I would hope that um, – if they're going to refund them, I would hope that it would be the type of situation where they refund them, but they refund them extra or mm. they get free tickets to another game yeah, or like, or like, so, but I really don't or like free tickets for life or some shit like that. Like, yeah, that, that sucks. I don't think it should be random. I think everyone should be before the lockdown hits and before everyone has to reduce capacity. Let mm. them all loose in Suncorp Stadium. Give them a couple of weapons, and whoever's <laughs> left at by the end Battle of like Royale. half an hour, exactly. Then they get to come and watch the game. That can be the pre-game entertainment. Sorry, I'm just planning events. I was gonna say something rational, but I really like your idea. <laughs> my, my idea was. My idea was uh, go through all the ticky, t- t- tiki, tickies, ticket, tickies, ticky, tickies. Go through all the ticket <laughs> holders, uh, whether they've been vaccinated or not. <laughs> and anyone unvaccinated, you're on the chopping block. Um, but what you could do is you could then get all of the vaccinated people get to sit in the stands, and then all of the unvaccinated people get to do the battle royale. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. We can combine both because, of our ideas together. Yeah, because I, I know that Queensland's vax rates are um, mm. not quite as good as New South Wales no. or Victoria, but also you guys haven't had as bad outbreaks. No, so it kind of makes sense. People aren't rushing to get the jab up there. Our time is coming. Um, I know. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to um, let our guard down and it's going to So it on. might be a case that the vaccinated versus unvaccinated there might still be um, the ratio of that. There might still be seats left over, um. even after all the vaccinated seats are filled. So you can have the battle royale with the unvaccinated people and the ones that win, <laughs> they get to actually go to the game because the rest are dead. Um, but they do all have to sit on one side away from the vaccinated people. And they all have is, to wear little labels that say... Is this, Oh, mm, oh no. It's getting into dangerous territory. I think we should Am just I, make everyone I, fight. Did I accidentally Hitler again? You accidentally Hitlered. Fuck! Uh, redid a Hitler. Uh-oh. Redid a Hitler. <laughs> it's, I, just, 
running thing on this podcast. <laughs> um, if you notice that it's always you <laughs> that does the Hitler. <laughs> the white person in the podcast. Okay, okay. We're going to let just, everyone do it. Everyone. I'm just fulfilling my duties as a white person. You're a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Uh, so I think this is a really good spot to say, re. <laughs> Let me swallow my water, please. I'm... Oh my god. Okay. Yes, Jace. Uh, even though I uh, likened your asshole to a can of Glen Twenty <laughs> and put the mental image in everyone's head of you going room to room farting, do you still like? <laughs> still like me i do because oh, tell wow. me tell me i wouldn't say that about myself okay good good i'm very openly self-deprecating about the fact that i am a fart machine um jace <laughs> yes re even though i want your children's bones <laughs> do you still like me uh yes because i can uh finally feel like their bones that they spent so long growing are not going to waste <laughs> they're just going to your weird friend and now i can tell them that uh their aunt cool re is the tooth fairy <gasps> oh my god you've just yes. given me a new story to tell them so yes of course i still like you that just made me think of like you know how like older I know I mean I know this is where we're supposed to end the podcast but just quickly <laughs> um it just makes me think of like you know how like older fairy tales are actually creepy as fuck mm-hmm. and like kind of kind of goth as hell yeah I'm that kind of tooth fairy you put the re in creepy hey bam. there we go bam and that's a pod of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Re, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>